So that's just what it's going to be about. Because he asked me a question some few weeks ago, and we're just going to be talking about the question he asked me, my response to him, and I want to just okay. hear what you think about it. So, so that's why we're recording this episode. So are you good? I am. I You're am. good? Yeah. I've started recording. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. So welcome to the Walk in Process podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again on this episode. Thank you for clicking this episode. This episode, I think I should say it's a spontaneous, random yeah. episode. Yeah. But I believe there's a lot of value and there's a lot of wisdom in what we are going to discuss. So what actually happened is that two weeks ago, is it two weeks, three weeks ago, thereabouts, so a particular guy was going to school, university, so he walked up to me and then asked me a question that how should he navigate his experience or experiences he's going to have on campus. Yeah. So I, because he felt like, oh, I was a graduate, so I navigated my own way through and then I look okay, uh -huh. you know. So he wanted to know, okay, how do I navigate my own experience? And I strongly believe that our experiences are unique to us. Yeah. So my own experience is definitely going to be different from his own experience. Yeah. So I couldn't just give him a, my Specific, experience kind of yeah. uh, advice kind of thing. And the guy was hungry. He really wanted to know what I thought about it. And then I told him, I'm just going to give you one advice that covers everything that will help you navigate your own unique experience. So this is what I told him. I said, you need to have a vision for three areas of your life. A okay. vision for three areas of your life. And if you have a vision for those three areas of your life, it will help you to an extent successfully navigate through campus life. So I said, you need to have a vision for, number one, your relationships. Number two, a vision for spirituality. And number three, a vision for personal development and self-growth. I said, if you can have a vision for these three things, you'll be able to like successfully navigate your way through campus, so to say. Mm. So I told him, I said, when I'm talking about relationship, I don't mean just uh, the romantic side of it, like boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, spouse, couple kind of thing, but your family, yeah. that's with your parents, your siblings, your, funnily, your cousins and stuff like that. Yeah. Then your friends. Yeah. All these things fall under relationships for me. Yeah. Then uh, your Probably lecturers, your, colleagues, your, your lecturers. staff, your colleagues, non-teaching staffs. Yeah. And if you went to a private school like I did, you know, and like you, you are okay. attending currently right now. Yeah. We have um, all wardens, we have hostel staffs and all. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are non-teaching staffs. Yeah. So they are part of relationships in a way. Like, uh -huh. Let me just shock you with this. I actually want to write a book on something that has to do with that. Okay. And I'm, I'm working on it actually. Wow. I have the title. I have like a bit of the skeleton. Okay. But I really Frame don't. Know. Yeah, I really don't. I've not had that courage to just sit down <laughs> and start putting flesh to it. So that relationship came right out of what I've been thinking about. So that's why I told the guy about relationships. Okay. So I've, I feel like if you have a vision for your relationship, why, like, a vision for a relationship after four years? That's yeah. what I told him. Where you want to be in four years? Yes, in four years. So when you come out of the university after four years, what do you want people to say about your relationship? Uh, so you have to have a vision for this even before you enter. So I give him an example. What do you want people to say? Was he a, was he a kind guy? So it's beyond, I told him, it's beyond first class. It's beyond 
coming out with the best CGP. Yeah. It's beyond that. Five I remember, zero. yeah, I remember when I was on campus, anytime I say this, people be like, eh, it's because you, you, you know, you, you already came out the first class. You're not saying it's beyond, but it's actually beyond that for me. Yeah. So, like after four years, what do you want people to say about you in terms of relationship? Oh, mm. he was he was a very kind, gentle, loving young man. Jovial person. Yes, free he with was everybody. a very free person. He was a very selfless young man. Stuff like that. Okay. So if, if you can have a vision for your relationship in that in that area, you know, he, he loved everybody. He loved people. He, he loved carrying people along. He, he used to make people to laugh. He was a very bright and joyful person. Uh, these things are more internal than external. So if you can set to those things first, it will help you navigate experiences on campus. So when you encounter probably things that want to make you depressed and steal your joy, you know that this is against my vision for, for, for who I want, I want to become to be. yeah. after four years. Yeah. You know, and you would obviously <clears throat> like go away from such stuff. Because I don't know what experience might come to you. But if you have a vision for your relationships, I want to be a friend that is always there for my friends. Okay. If you have that vision, that's what I want them to say about me when I'm finishing. If it's a five-year course, after five years, I want to be a friend that was always there for all my friends. I want to be an encouraging person. I want to be an inspirational person. I want, I want, to, be, I want to be an influence. So once you have that vision, and I told him, I said, um, when I was going to university, I didn't have this mindset. Yeah, because what I... Um, new. I hope that English is correct. What I knew mm-hmm. while I was entering is different from what I gained when I'm while now. In, yeah. yes. So I'm talking from a standpoint of someone that is done, done. and is looking at it now, like looking back, Overview. reflecting back. So I probably had some regrets of things I didn't do when I wanted to enter, but I don't see it as regrets anymore because I didn't have that knowledge then. Uh, and you know, we live in a knowledge-based uh, yeah, setting, well, so I didn't have that knowledge then. So I told him, have a vision for relationships. I want my family to say he was a very studious boy, young man. Uh-huh. You know, it will help. Relationships are very important. In fact, they are like the most important thing on for campus. you while you're on campus. Yeah. You I, know, I, I want my, I want my, in quote, in quote now, like let's say you probably wanted to date on campus. I want my, my, my girlfriend or my boyfriend to say, even while I was serious and committed to relationship, I was still a very uh, selfless person, always there for other people that, I don't really know, but I just wanted to inspire them and something like that. So he was just listening to me and was looking at me. So uh, what do you have to say about that relationships first? Okay, relationship first. Yeah, uh, a lecturer of mine once told me, he said, if all you get after your four years on this campus is 5.0 for your first class, mm. you have not made it. Mm. You're very miserable. You are what? Very miserable. Mm. Those are his words. <clears throat> so you are very correct in saying that relationship is one of the most important yeah. thing on campus. If not, in fact, maybe the most important mm-hmm. because it affects you mm. in every single way. Mm. Every single way. Your relationship with your lecturers, your relationship yeah. with your staff, your relationship yeah. with your colleagues, your relationship with mm. everybody. And I think people don't even know how important relationship with your lecturers. It is. actually is very important, even like, to your academic, yeah, to your you academic know, standing and, and all that. Yeah, even to me, you got to say that it was very important to me for my personal life. Probably I'll share on that on top of that. Like it was like for my own personal life. Oh, especially with some lecturers was very important to me. If it's in fact for everybody's personal life, it's going to be important because if you get to one point, it can be giving you a headache, and it's your relationship with them that will save you from the headache they are That's giving true. the other people. That's very true. 
Very you understand? True. So that's why I told him. Okay. Well, so what do I have to say on relationship? Yeah, you said it all. <laughs> I've said it all. <laughs> I think you said it all. Well, okay, okay. So let's go to the second one then. Yeah. Spirituality. Okay. Right. So spirituality. So I told him, I have a vision for your spiritual life. What do you want him to say about you four years after you have left the school in the area of spirituality? Oh, he loved God. He served God. He worked for God. It was hard work. It was yeah. It was hard working. People calling you. Uh, a chapel boy or whatever, but it was prayerful. He was prayerful. He was he was giving to the study of the word. Uh -huh. He was there at the meetings. You understand? Uh -huh. He was he was always in the spirit. Uh -huh. Now these things may sound so spiritual, but you need to have a vision for your spiritual life. What do you want them to say about you four years or five years after leaving the campus? It will help you navigate a lot of things. So if if, if you want them to say things about you, like he, he was he was he was following God, he was someone who followed God on campus. Mm. So when issues about uh, uh, sexual assault or someone trying to tempt you to do some stuffs, examination of practice come into place, or some of your friends are introducing you to some things that are not godly, mm -hmm. you you automatically go away from such things because it is not in alignment with your vision. Also, it also helps you to avoid those type of you know temptations. Like they you know yeah. that if we bring this thing to this guy, this guy will just now. Yeah, this so guy they, now, they will not bother bringing it to so, you. Yeah, they will not even. They won't bother bringing it. They to will you. have placed you in your own class. Yeah, and there's a place in the Bible that says, "If your eyes be single, your body will be full with light." Yeah. So if your eyes is focused on that vision, your, you, there will be light to direct your path. Uh huh. So if you want them to say after four years, ah, no, 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 ah. Peace was a was was a God loving young man. Hallelujah! You know, <laughs> so it will it will really dictate the way it will help you in decision making, and we are products of our decisions. That's true. Our true. The, the the quality of decisions you make will determine the quality of your life in the future. Exactly. So it, it, it's very important. Have a vision for your spiritual life. I told him. I said you need to have a vision for your spiritual life because spirituality is the core of our life, is the essence of our life. And that's why I, I talk a lot about kingdom, 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 because I, I just believe it. That's the core. Like, that's something to live for. Mm. You understand? So he knows Jesus. He was following Jesus. He was active in service of God on campus. These are the things you want people to say. So when you say, okay, I want them to say about me, I was active in the service of God on campus. That's the vision for your spiritual life. By the time you are entering school, you know, okay, I need to join a unit. Mm -hmm. I need to be active in that unit. Mm -hmm. I need to do this, do that, do this and everything. So it will help you make some decisions uh -huh. actually it will actually help you make some decisions and invariably in the long run even though you entered with what i want them to say about me it now becomes something that would be natural to you now uh -huh. how would i put it so it's not more about what you really want them to say, say about, about you even though that was the i don't think there's anything wrong with that being the initial ginger yeah you understand so yeah so what should they say about me or what would they say about me yeah i want them to say I loved God and I served God selflessly. So you start like that, start like that, and in, in the middle of it, you are caught up in the spirit. Yeah. So you now become it so selfless that it. yes, it's not more what they are it saying about me. To you. This is who I am. It's what I can say about myself. Yes, and I read it. I read that stuff. This having a vision for areas of your life from this book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, people by Stephen, Stephen Covey. Covey. Yeah, amazing book. I, I I strongly recommend that book for anybody. I actually read that book this year. Okay. Um, I, I knew it was always a classic, but I've been running away from it because I thought it was big for me to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I actually read it and it was amazing. It, it, there was something you called having a personal mission statement for your life. Yeah, yeah. So if you direct your life from the place of values, 
it's easy for you to navigate some experiences. Yeah, you know if what you, what you can't do, what you should do, and what you shouldn't do. Yeah, because of your values. Yeah, so that was what I told him. That was what I told him. And now, how has it helped you? Like you know, you are still a student now. Yeah, how, how spirituality has spirituality has helped me. Mm. You know, I really don't have much to say because I'm yeah, still new. Because you are still new, yeah. But how do you see it? I know I just brought you here to have a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> how do you see it? It's it's the truth, and then it's it is spirituality is everything. Mm. Yeah, it's everything because spirituality will also define the type of friends you have. Yeah. You know, like attracts like. Mm. Grow, grow, go. I think that was grow, go. Yeah, grow, go. That was one of the first episodes. Like attracts like. Yes. In life. Yes. So when when you're when those that are on the lookout, especially when you're just entering other mm-hmm. level guys, you know, you mm-hmm. you you're, you're actively, or at least those that are serious enough, are actively trying to select friends for their crew. They are trying to attract the type of friends they want. So they are on the lookout for, okay, of course, we are we are new, right? We were just coming in. Then we want to have as many acquaintances as possible. But mm. those that we're going to place in our circle, those that mm. we're going to place in our core, we mm. are actually looking for who, what type of people. Yeah. So when they notice that you are a spiritual, a very spiritual person, yeah, they will want to flock around you. Mm. So eventually, it may not even profit you now. Yeah. But 200 level, 300 level, you know, you guys are growing together. together yeah. You guys are. So it will also define the type of things that happen in your life. Yeah. It, it, it helps you, like what you said, that it helps you select your friends. Exactly. It helps you. So it also helps you in your relationship, which is what we just discussed. Previously. Exactly. It helps you in your relationship. So spirituality is really the core. So you know, okay, this kind of thing I want to be spiritually. I need to be moving with this certain set of people. Set of people. And I think I spoke about community yeah. on, on one episode of the podcast. That community is very important. Yeah. So you can't successfully navigate these goal. visions without a community of people. People that has, have the same belief system, value system as you. Not necessarily. Not. It doesn't even mean you won't meet people that are different. Counter. Of course. Of course. You understand? But it will navigate the kind of relationship. It will dictate let me put it like that. The kind of relationship you have with them. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So let me go to the third one. Oh, so I told there's, you, one, there's one more thing I want to say. All right. It also it also creates a reputation about you. Reputation? Yes. About mm. you. Like, okay, people know that this is a very spiritual guy. Okay. So people are also on the lookout for the type of results, you, the type of fruits you start to bear. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah, also, yeah. it also, with your lecturers too, also on the lookout. So yeah. You know that, okay, this guy is very spiritual. Yeah. Let me not mess with him before he takes me to God in prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So, it's, it, it, it will help you in a lot in relationship, yeah. relationship-wise. Yeah. It's also helping your standing, you know, we are growing spiritually and that's, that's important. Apart from the fact that yeah. it will help us in our relationship, it's also helps spiritually. Yeah. True. Spiritually. Yeah. So, I told him, 13, I said, I have a vision for your personal development and self-growth. And that, that one now is personal. Uh-huh. Like, who do you want to become in terms of personal development and self-growth after four years of staying on campus? Uh-huh. What do you want them to say about you? You know, you know, was it given to was the given study to of excellence. the... To excellence, study of books and, you know, was it given to uh, wisdom, wise teachings? Apart from spiritual stuffs now, uh-huh. you know, we've talked about spirituality, yeah, but I'm yeah. talking about personal development and self-growth. Uh, like was he given to growth? What were his values? Yes. What were his ideals? Yes. What do you want him to say about you? When you talk, what do people sense from you? Uh, you understand? So in terms of sounds loaded. 
exactly just like you sound loaded <laughs> <laughs> you know so that, that was what i said i said what well, you have you need to have a vision for your personal development and self growth so number one it dictates the kind of meetings you attend it dictates the kind of friends you have we've uh-huh. said that already it dictates the kinds of books you read contents you consume activities you activities participate you participate in yeah so you should so instead of using ah should i go for this one should i go for, just go back to your values is this conference going to help me or is going to keep me in line up with my values if it is not then there's no need for you to attend that conference and i think that's a problem because when i was on campus there was this thing everybody was trying to be relevant at every conference you want to be at every conference so when i say something like i'm not going people are like ah this guy what's your problem you, you don't miss and be that one stuff like that or, yeah, or if it's a nice spiritual setting yeah is he already backsliding he doesn't want to attend this conference i know and i used to tell people you, you just have to look for what is in alignment with your values in alignment with what or in alignment with who you are you understand for example now when i was on campus even till today i'm just, some people may call podcasting content creating yeah. I don't really know, but I don't really. You know. I think it is. Some people may call it that, but imagine when I was on campus, they were hosting meetings or conferences or events for creatives, so uh-huh. to say. And then I'm attending events for creatives and I'm not creating anything. Uh-huh. And I never had a vision to start a podcast then. Uh-huh. Imagine to be a, a gross waste of just, time. Just for the point of being relevant in every, in every sector. I'm, yeah, I don't have anything I'm doing. I don't have any content I'm creating, whatever, whatever they call it. And then I'm attending events for creatives it's a waste of time right yeah 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 so that, that was what i told him have a vision for your personal development your personal life um in terms of growth most especially once you have a vision for that it dictates everything there's a book i'm trying to remember i'm trying to remember the title it's something about smart women i think finish rich or so something like that it was written by david batch nice yeah, guy david nice batch guy. it was yeah. on i wrote um, automatic uh is the automatic millionaire now yeah, the sure, automatic millionaire. But in what one I want to bring up from the book is that I learned and I, I followed that when I read the book. I read the book sometime in 2020, I think. So what I want to bring out is it got to a point in the book where the where it was all about knowing yourself. So there's something they call a value ladder. Where you write down, in fact, you draw it like a ladder. You draw a ladder, right? And you write down, you write down your core values starting from your most core value so you start from one value you identify that value to be your most core value then you write it down and then you ask yourself the question why do i want this value or why do i why is this my most core value when i achieve this or when i am this person what would that make me be then that answer would be your next value on the value ladder mm, then you yeah. ask yourself the same question again then you go deeper and deeper higher and higher and higher yeah. until you get to like four four step five you know values on the on, on the ladder on, on that ladder wow so that was what i did then so i think I, I can share mine now so i think my deepest value was independence independence then my next i asked myself why do i want and how i define i, I was very critical about how i define independence i said independence to me is being able to do what i want to do when i want to do it with whoever i want to do it wherever i want to do it uh-uh. with yes i was, I was actually very yes yeah. i was very intentional about that yeah. situation and that definition without 
having to rely on anybody to mm, do it. Mm. So why do I want that? The next one was actually freedom. I can be free. Okay. Then why do I want to be free? I can't. I can't. I. I still have the. I still have the. The ladder. The ladder. But I can't yeah. remember. The, I think the next one was, uh, so I can um I um I can be the best version of myself, something like that. Sha. Yeah. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll go I'll go on. Yeah, crazy. I I think I love the analogy. I love the analogy. I'm thinking about it. No brainer. My own my own core was actually mm. going to be spirituality. Yeah, that, that time I was not, I was not very spiritual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that was, that was was, you meant to just mention that, and you're like, you start from your most core value. Mm. So it's going to be spirituality, spirituality for you. The more I know God, the more I know what God wants for me. Yeah. So the more I can draw my values from there. Exactly. So anything that is not giving glory to God, I know is out of the game. So I don't need to think twice of things that is anything that, that is not going to give glory to God. That makes sense. You understand? That is that, sense. I used to say one quote, and I'm going to say it here. I told somebody, you've never had this before. You had it from me. So if somebody hasn't had this before, it's probably, probably I said it thinking that I was the first person to say that. It was in one ancient book. I mm. don't know, but I've not read any book. Either. I said, the more you know the things you don't want, the, clo the closer it drives you to the things you actually want. I don't know. Is that how I put it? I haven't forgotten my own quote. I wrote it down. The more you know what you don't want, the closer you get to know the things you actually want. Huh. So sometimes you don't you don't need to know what you want first or yet, uh -huh. but just ensure that you you hundred percent know, know the things you, you don't, don't want. want. So I don't I don't know I don't know maybe how wise I want to be you know like mm -hmm. a man of wisdom whatever people call it now. But I know I don't want to be stupid. Yeah, I know I don't want to be ignorant. Yeah, I can say it emphatically. I don't need to double guess about that. I know I don't want to be crazy. Uh -huh. When I mean crazy, I mean don't as running man that just is to talk out of context. Mm -hmm. But I know I know I want to be I, I don't I know I don't want to be stupid. Let me just put it like that. Yeah. Or in any other front, let me say the the reason why I actually came to the conclusion of that quote. I think we've digressed a bit, but whatever. The reason why I came to the conclusion of that quote of the more you know what you don't want, the closer you get to what you want, is actually, Lord forgive me. I was talking about, I was talking to one of my friends about ladies. Okay. So seeing too much ladies around, I don't even know which one to pick. I said, there's no problem in not knowing. Just know the <laughs> no, ones you, you don't, don't want. want to pick. <laughs> you know, I said, just know the one you don't want. Once you know that ah, this lady, no, 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 you're out of the game. No, no, you, you're out of the game. You start to streamline. You, everything starts to take shape. Uh -huh. So you now see all the ones you want. You now say, okay, they have all the values. Okay, who has the least values that you don't even want at all? <laughs> Get out. You know, so like people can say that's kind of whatever, but yeah. I'm just. It was. It was. Um, that process that led me to that quote. The mm -hmm. more you know what you don't want, the closer you get. I've seen towards something like that want. before. Somebody once said, "Yeah, the person probably heard it from me." Okay, that's. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. No, it's not like that. It wasn't stated like that, but it's still in the same, you know, family. Yeah. So someone once said, "I okay, okay, yeah. I know that I hate losing more than I love winning." Hmm. Mm. So you know, losing is a no-brainer. I don't, I don't like. So why do I win? I, I don't yes. win because I win because I like to win. Yes, why win because I, like I don't like to lose. Yes, something must. The truth is, there must always be something that is pushing you to something. Some people, their own greatest encouragement was not the vision of the future. It was the disappointment the, the and discouragement of the past. Mm. So, ah, it sounds weird to say. But negative energy produced positive energy for them. There's a there's a there's a book. You just reminded me reminded me of a book. 
Okay. The negative, the positive power of negative thinking. Yee. And there's another one, the negative power of positive thinking. Ah, those kind of books. When I see them, I'm always afraid to read them, but it's the truth, honestly. The person, it, amazing book, amazing book. Do you do you, do you still remember the name of the authors? No, I do not. But right. it's, it's, it's the, I can't forget it. I can't forget. All right, guys. Book. Anything this guy says when it comes to book. I strongly recommend it. Go and read it. The guy is a crazy reader. In fact, crazier than I am. Hmm. Crazier than I. You need to see the volumes of books Peace used to read. Bro, I, I tapped to that. <laughs> big, big book. So I'm not be say I'm not even joking. The guy reads a lot. So I would recommend that strongly. So people derive positive energy from negative energy. Sounds somehow, sounds sounds weird. Yeah. Sounds weird. But Ironic. it happens. Or it paradoxical. Happens. Let me let me let me spiritualize it. So, you remember when David got back in the Old Testament now? Okay. That they've plundered all his goods, his region, they took his wife, they took his children. That's negative. That's sad. Yeah. Now, there are two things. All his men were, our wives, our children, our property, everything is taken. And you're the one that led us to go to the other place where we left our own place unprotected and stuff like that. And that negative energy drew David to God. Uh Uh-huh. Others, it drew them to depression, but it uh-huh. drew David closer to God. And that was where David asked God, said, Lord, should I pursue? Will I overtake? Will I overtake? Or would I recover? So that's positive energy from, from negative, negative energy. Events. If there was no fall in the garden, <laughs> there would be no need for Jesus to come. Yeah. Crazy, right? At least. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah so that's it i really hope you enjoyed this episode i really hope you guys got a lot of wisdom from it peace thank you for doing this with me yeah I'm actually just told him again i said come this idea came to my son asked me this question two weeks ago and i would like us to talk about it i'm enjoying i'm enjoying i'm enjoying recording honestly yeah thank you so much and it's so sad i have to you know yeah you came all the way from lagos you have to come out to your territory <laughs> but I'll, I'll be back i'll be yeah, back no, I'll, no, I'll. expect me guys i'll be back all right now so thank you so much, guys. I feel let me just say this. I feel anytime I say thank you so much, guys, it sounds as if I'm doing YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just a something that is to come to my mouth. All right. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>